Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. And thanks, as always, for kicking off another week with us here on the show. It's a trip report, and we're headed out to Connecticut today with listener Kristen to talk about her trip to Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. It was the first time taking her seven-year-old son, and uh, she went down there with her husband and her son, and they had four great days in the theme parks. They did not go to Epcot, but they went to Animal Kingdom two days, and we talk about why they made that choice, and obviously you can tell her son is an animal nut, so they... Uh, they spent a lot of time with the animals on this trip, staying at the lodge as well. They did caring for giants. They did the wilderness explorer badge search and hunt and uh, that experience. And we talk about that. Great meals at California Grill. Uh, how about over at Tiffin's? Yak and Yeti, Topolino's Terrace. You get it. It's a fun trip. And we talk about using Genie Plus and lots of great attraction experience as well. Don't forget, today's podcast is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. The agents over at The Magic for Less are standing by right now to help you plan an amazing Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney Vacation. Just check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help support the show. It's the easiest way. With one click, you can support the Be Our Guest podcast. Just click through BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest podcast. You support us each month, and you allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. We could not do this without you, and our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. If you'd like to get in on that, come on over. We're waiting for you. Over at patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2090 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman, from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had another wonderful weekend and got to uh, stretch those legs, get outside, go for a walk, go for a run, take the dog for a walk, take the cat for a walk take the lizard for a walk it doesn't matter just i hope you had a great weekend do whatever you do even if it was just curling up with a book inside your house it doesn't matter but we're just glad that you are back here for another fun podcast and of course as we have done over the past 14 years we like to start the week off with a virtual trip to walt disney world because we would all go down you know once a week if we could if we could all afford that but none of us can so virtual trips fortunately are free and that's what we're doing today and it's going to be a good one and i'm excited to bring that to you so joining us today from out in connecticut where we have a lot of listeners actually it's kind of a small state with a big listenership we have listener Kristen. Kristen, how are you doing today i'm doing great mike how are you i am doing wonderful so uh we were kind of talking in the pre-show this time of year there uh may good time to be out in your corner of the world it is beautiful weather right now as we turn from spring to summer. And I was telling you that we've been waiting for this weather. It was a very long winter. So we are happy it is finally here. That's good. That's good. Yeah, it's one of those things. I can imagine that the winters are long and rough up that way. So you have to enjoy, enjoy each and every day that you get this time of the year before it gets too hot. And then 
you know, summer, summer comes and goes way too quick around these parts. I'm sure it does for you too. Oh yeah. And it's a perfect night for your baseball game tonight yes. out in New York. So other than the fact that his recording Max Scherzer and the Scherzer and the Mets are pitching against us. So he's from right where I'm sitting right now. He, he grew up right here in St. Louis. I mean, he's from Chesterfield, which is five miles down the road from our podcast studios. And he just beats the crud out of the Cardinals. He beats the crud out of everybody he pitches against. So he doesn't hold it against us. But anyway, we're not talking baseball. He's a Mizzou guy too, which is even worse. But we're going to talk Disney today. But before we dive into this awesome trip, because we have so much to talk about, give me a little of your Disney background. So what has you listening to a Disney show? Why are you a Disney? Do you have Disney bumper stickers or anything on your car? Like how far are you into the Disney? Yeah, so I do not have Disney bumper stickers <laughs> on my car. Um, but I now have Disney magic in my system. So I'm already like looking ahead to, to next year to see if we can make a trip happen. But um, I had gone to Disney as a kid. I want to say my first trip to Disney World, I was probably four or five. Um, I don't remember it. I remember it from pictures. Um, and then I actually have been to Disneyland in California a bunch of times uh, growing up. My grandparents lived out in California, right in Anaheim. So they were like 15 minutes from Disneyland. So I was able to visit there for a couple summers. But and then my next foray into Disney was in the college program. I actually was a cast member uh, during the college program a bunch of years ago. Too many to count. Um, shout out to Vista Way, though, for anyone who can remember back that back I, that long. I've, I've heard um, I, I've had a lot of friends that have done college program. And I've heard of Vista Way stories and we shall not speak of Vista Way stories here. It, it's legendary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and then I hadn't been to Disney in probably like 20 years. And for my husband, it had probably been about 25. Um, we have one son, he is seven, and he had never been there, obviously. So probably around when he was five or so, I started thinking about it. Um, I wanted to wait a little bit longer. Um, everybody sort of has their preferences of going to Disney. For me, I wanted him to be of a certain age, tall enough to ride the rides he was going to want to ride. And I just didn't want to have a stroller. <laughs> so we started looking into the trip and then COVID happened. So I got pushed. Um, and then honestly, earlier this year, I was just like, what are we waiting for? So booked in January for April. And here we are. And I like that we're going to talk about this trip because it was just literally a few weeks ago. So it's very recent, very relevant. And, um, I think everybody's going to really enjoy this one. But before we dive into the details of the trip, you know, you guys had had such a long time since you had been, your son had never been. What was the anticipation like? Cause it, you know, you've been thinking about it, been thinking about it, but then you put it on the books in January. I mean, I'm sure you guys were totally amped up through the late winter, early spring, getting ready to go down a few weeks ago. What was it like around the house? I mean, how did you prepare your son for his first trip to Walt Disney world? What, what was it like around the house? Because I love that. Like right now, I'm in that right now for Disneyland, right? You mentioned you got to go to Disneyland all the time. I've never been. I'm in like a, the countdown mode. And I haven't done this in ages, you know, like seven and six and a half weeks, you know, we'll get on the plane and we're going to do it. So we're, I mean, this is the best part, right? I mean, other than being there, like I'm so amped up right now. So how was it for you in the lead up to the trip? Yeah, I mean, I think for me, I'm a crazy researcher and planner. So I immediately flipped into that mode and just started reading. I started, a friend recommended your podcast. So I started listening and I caught up so much that I was like going back, you know, <laughs> back episodes. Um, and, you know, really just 
planning. And, you know, to be perfectly honest with you, I was starting to get a little nervous with some of the stuff that I was reading about how crowded the parks were and how hard Genie Plus was to use and people couldn't get on any rides. And I was like starting to get really nervous. But when I get to the story, it all worked out great. And we had such a magic. It was amazing, um, the trip that we had. But I was of the mindset that I wanted to hold off telling our son for a little bit so that we didn't hear, are we going to Disney now? Are we going to Disney now? Right. How many days till Disney? <laughs> so what I ended up doing, uh, my husband and I, we bought him a new suitcase and inside I put a couple Disney stuffies. I put a little t-shirt um, for him to wear to each of the parks on the days that we were going um, and just little fun stuff in there. So what we ended up doing was we kind of just presented him with this suitcase and there was a sign inside that said, you're going to Disney World. So we got it on video and it was, it was great. Cause he was a little like, wait, what? Um, and so then from there, I made him a little countdown chart that we would sort of cross off and count down until the day actually got here. And that's why I'm glad I asked this question, because I'm not that creative. I am so not a creative <laughs> person, but that's a great idea. And I guarantee you somebody out there is like, gonna do that it's <laughs> a great idea it's, you know because it's practical your kid needs a suitcase for their first trip to yep. Walt Disney World and then you know they're gonna get amped up they got a little clothes to wear you know it's oh that's great mm -hmm. that is, uh, is like such a tangible practical way to get excited for the trip I love that all right let's let's dive into the trip because we had so much to cover so you guys decided or you stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge very unique place to stay so how do you I mean you got so many choices why'd you land on on Animal Kingdom Lodge yeah, so our son is a huge animal fan. And back during the pandemic, when Disney Plus put out the behind the scenes at the Animal Kingdom show, like we watched every episode and he honestly fell in love with it. And even on his you know first day of first grade, when they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he's like, a worker at the Animal Kingdom. <laughs> um, nice. So honestly, there was really no other place for us to stay, um, which is why we chose the Animal Kingdom. We had a Savannah view room. So, and his big thing, he told everybody he was going to Disney to look at giraffes out the window. And I prayed every day that we would get a room that we could actually see a giraffe because it's all he talked about. And you, just spoiler, you did see giraffes. I mean, I've, I've had a Savannah view room yeah. a few times at Animal Kingdom Lodge and I've never not seen giraffe because they're my favorite. That in the, uh, the just, I'm trying to think like the warthogs or something. So I'm just like lazy oh, yeah. little, you know, random, <laughs> small kind of burrowing animal. I see them all the time, but yeah, I mean, because I'm a tall dude, so I, I relate to the giraffes, you know, I'm bumping my Well, I'm a short girl. I love giraffes, too. So we, we, saw, we saw tons of giraffes. They literally were right outside our window eating off a tree. Good. Like, they could not have been closer, so it was wonderful. And Disney Plus says, uh, you know, hey, thank you for that, because that show really worked out. You stayed at our hotel there because you saw the the magic of, you know, it was, wasn't Animal yeah. Kingdom Lodge, it was Animal Kingdom Park, but it's all yep. it's all synergy there. So they're uh, yep. very happy to hear that if they're listening today. All right, so... Tell us about Arrival, because I'm sure you had done a little, you know, research and you knew what you're getting into. But what was Animal Kingdom Lodge, very similar to Wilderness Lodge. And I would say kind of on the same order of maybe a Polynesian. But there's not a whole lot of resorts that have the wow factor when you walk in. But Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge, they have it. Maybe the contemporary, eh, not the contemporary as much, but you're just like, whew, I'm here. So what day one, you arrive, what's that like? Yeah, I mean, we walked into the lobby and, you know, we were just so excited to be there. And we had actually like half a day ahead of us to spend and enjoy the hotel. We didn't do any parks on the first day that we got there. 
And I mean, walking into the lobby, it was massive. And, you know, my husband's an engineer, so he was very much, oh, yeah. he looked at it very differently than I did. Like, look at this structure. This is amazing. Well, and I was at, just yeah, like, that, oh, Like just pedestrian, like, uh, you know, <laughs> bridges up top. Like, look at that bridge. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's all like, I mean, I'm not an engineer, but I, I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was beautiful. And I am still talking to this day, the smell that yeah. was in the lobby, it I, I wish I could have bought it and brought it home. Like it was, it was so great. Um, I loved coming back every day and walking into that. Um, but the, it's so impressive to walk into the, to the lodge and, you know, even just walking around the grounds and just finding all of these like little nooks and crannies that where you can still see over the savannas and see the animals and, you know, relax in a rocking chair or they have a bonfire going. Right. Like it was just very peaceful and, and very beautiful. So while we're on Animal Kingdom Lodge, because then we'll hop into the parks, we'll talk some dining. So just while we're here, let's talk a little bit about some of the other stuff. Um, pools, uh, you know, was the room practical enough for you guys? You know, did it, because obviously it had a nice view at the Savannah, but did you guys enjoy swimming there? Did you have any uh, dining? Did you guys enjoy the Mara? Did you go over to Kidani Village and do any dining over there? How, how did all the, how'd you take in all the amenities throughout the stay? Yeah, so we had planned that we had our first day and our last day, we didn't do any parks. So we were able to enjoy some time at the hotel, um, specifically at the pool. Our son loves to swim and he was so excited to see that there was a water slide there. I think for like two straight hours, he just went up and down the water slide, which I, was which was yeah, great, and, right? And like I've done that too when I was like 45. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming out of winter too, I mean, to be, to leave, right, you know, 50 right. degree weather and yeah. go be in a pool sort of like blew his mind a little bit. Um, so we did, um, we did dine at the lodge. We actually walked over to Kidani village and we had our first meal at Disney at Sanaa and it was, it was delicious. You know, we're still talking about the bread service. We knew we had to get the bread service. I had read all about it and it didn't disappoint. Um, and they sat us right at the windows so that we could watch. And they were just feeding the animals. So we were able to, we were eating and the animals were eating. That's right. That's it's, it's, it's so weird. <laughs> I, I've done the same thing. And it's like, okay, they're feeding the animals and my waiter is feeding me at the same time. Yes. And my, I, exactly. I'm just a different animal, you know, because I'm tearing up the bread. just like the ostrich is tearing up whatever they're feeding him. You know, yeah, exactly. It's kind of funny. Yeah. No, it's good. Good first. Did your son enjoy it? Is your son an kind of a... Some kids might not like, a, you know, Sonata, that, that's an adventurous place to eat. How was your son? It is. It is. I think, you know, all the restaurants that we ate at, he loved that he had his own menu and he would sit there and he would circle everything that he wanted. Um, and, you know, our son who used to eat everything has turned into a picky seven-year-old eater. So we knew there was at least one thing on there that he would eat. But I got to tell you, he, he surprised us every night. The first night we were there, he ordered the fish of the day. Wow. Um, and I'm like, do you know, what is the fish of the day? You know, I forgot what they told me. And I'm like, you've never had that. He's like, I want to try it. And he did. The next night he had salmon. I mean, it was he was on an adventure eating. Like, he surprised us. And we were like, don't even talk about it. Don't even look at him. Just let him eat. Like, no <laughs> he's kidding. doing great. You know? <laughs> so. No kidding. Yeah, my, my girls, no, it's ch chicken nuggets for their entire life, I think. I mean, my oldest is 25, and it's still... We're still waiting for the day that she tries fish of the day. And that ain't ever happening because her mom won't. Her mom will never try fish of the day. So that's never happening. So anyway, OK, well, so we're pretty. Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty adventurous eaters. So we were, you know, it, it was great for us. 
as you should be. I got to say that quietly because they're upstairs. But as you should be, you're on vacation. You get to go to these great restaurants all around Walt Disney World with all these ethnic meals that you can have. We, we go on cruises all the time. You get all this great food, you know, try try some new stuff. So sorry about that. Riley's chiming in, but uh, she's excited about the uh, the variety of food here. But let's continue on. Uh, okay, let's talk about times in the theme parks. You said you were a little worried that you were seeing the crowds are going up. Of course, this was kind of coming out of like late spring break, more into that, that lull period, though, between like spring break and summer. Um, I was actually here at the exact same time for cheerleading. You were down there with the cheerleaders now that I look at your... Uh, your dates. Yeah, you probably saw a few cheerleaders because we were there and I was there a little bit after you. But um, what was your strategy for seeing the theme parks? Did you have a focus on a theme park? Did you have, because well, you guys, it looks like you had four day passes and you had Genie Plus. So give us kind of what your plan was going in for the theme parks. Yeah, so we had a four day park pass. We did not choose to do park hoppers um, since it was our first time honestly in a long it was almost like having a first time again since it had been so long since i had been there but we really just wanted to focus on you know one park in a day make the most of it and do everything that we can so and we did get genie plus for each of the days um we knew we had to hit the animal kingdom um that was that was high on the list and in fact we actually did that for two days um and the one park that we didn't do was epcot um i just it just felt not right for our son and just knowing how much he loves animals. He really wanted to do the animal kingdom for two days. So we did the magic kingdom two days at the animal kingdom. And then we ended the trip at Hollywood studios. Okay. So good plan. I mean, unusual plan because most people unusual, just, I when, know. You, when you see a four day ticket, everybody just assumes it's one day in each park. So that's, that's kind of interesting, but you took your son's interest in mind. Let me, let me just ask you this kind of like, just jump into the end. We'll dive into the particulars of each day, but Looking back, would you have changed it? I mean, or did that, is that something that you're glad you did? Or did, would you wish you would have gone to Epcot? No, and not because I don't think he would have enjoyed it, but I know how much he enjoyed having two days okay. at the Animal Kingdom, that everything we did felt like the right decision. Um, so we were happy that we chose to do it the way that we did. All right. So as I look at your notes here, I'm trying to go through here. Magic Kingdom was your first day in the parks, correct? Yes. It okay. Was. And so you did. Okay. Correct. Let me give you, I got to give you the bell here. There you go. Cause that's, uh, I mean, I have gone to other parks on the first day, but it just feels wrong. I, just, I don't know. You know, it's like, I, just, <laughs> I don't know. Like when you got to start at the cast. Right. right. I mean, I mean, when I go to Disneyland, I'm not going into California adventure first here in July, people. I'm just, it's not happening. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm there. I got to see the train station. So yeah, no, I mean, I get it. I've been there a bunch of times. I've probably gone to the studios first or Epcot first because of, I don't know. But anyway, with now park reservations, I have because some days I've been down there and I can't get a Magic Kingdom park reservation. <laughs> anyway, you guys go to the Magic Kingdom first. So what was that like? Because, you you know, this is where besides getting into the lobby of Animal Kingdom Lodge, like you've arrived. So what's that like for your family? First day at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, so um, we were able to take advantage of early entry to the parks. Um, and we did that on, on every day we went to the parks. Um, so walking into the Magic Kingdom, it was um, it was great for me. It was very nostalgic and it sort of all came back to me, even though I hadn't been there for you know 20 plus years. And I think it was just a lot for our, our son to take in. So it was a combination of 
take a look around, but we'll come back because we have to rush to where we're going because yes. we're rope dropping Seven Dwarfs Mind Train. Yeah, take it all in. Take it all in. Yeah, take it all in, but you only have 28 seconds. Okay, let's go. Basically, <laughs> I felt bad because I knew how much he wanted to ride it. I knew how crazy the line was going to get. But he just, I mean, he just doesn't understand the concept of we have to rush right here because then we have to yes. rush somewhere else. Right. Um, but we did. We were, you know, held up with everybody else waiting, waiting to go. So right out of the gate, we uh, we rode Seven Dwarves Mine Train. Um, he loved it. Love, love, loved it. Um, so much that we got off and he's like, I'm going to ride again. And I'm like, well, mine's probably like an hour now. So <laughs> yeah. like, maybe we'll come back later. I'm glad you like um, it, but just don't like it that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, as I said, we had Genie Plus. So you know, the, the night before each park, my husband and I sort of strategized like what our what we were going to do each day for Genie Plus. So the way we approached it was we right at seven, we were going to pick a Genie Plus for the ride we wanted to do the most and just get as early of a, you know, a reservation on that as we could. And then once we got on that ride, our strategy was pick the next closest Genie Plus time frame of a ride we want to do, not necessarily the ride we want to do the most. Okay, yeah, um, so, so basically what you're doing is you're going for the quality on your first choice, like the highest, you know, your most yeah. important attraction. And then after that, you're kind of going quantity from that point on, which yes. is kind of a, yeah. you know, so some people do either or, or you're day. doing both. That's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, because I was afraid if we wait, if we picked the ride we wanted the most, and that wasn't until a little bit later, we'd have a weird lull of time. Right, um, right. So our Genie Plus, first Genie Plus pick was the uh, Jungle Cruise. Um, again, animals. Uh, well, fake <laughs> well, yeah, animals. Well, yeah, <laughs> rubber and plastic animals. But they're animals nonetheless. I mean, they're, they're classics. They're, they're, this old, they're classics. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, in maybe the first hour or hour and a half, we were able to knock out Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, the Jungle Cruise, um, uh, Big Thunder, um, and then we went on to do Pirates and Splash. And I mean, we did, we were able to do the big ones twice. Like we did get back on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train later on in the day. Um, we happened to walk by and it was down and there was no line. And I said, you know what? I'm like, we'll wait 10, we'll give it 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. We'll wait here for, and then no joke, two minutes, they opened it back up and we literally walked, walked right on so that, we could ride again. That's a great strategy. I've done that before. It's almost like just like a little gamble, right? Like I'm just gonna, mm -hmm. I'm just, it's like, you know, it's like, do I want to throw $5 down on this crazy bet? You know, that's exactly what it is. You're just yep. like, I got 10 minutes to waste. I'll just stand here and just, I'll give it 10. You know, I'll give it, I'll give it 15. If it doesn't, I lost, I'm moving on. But yeah, yep. sometimes, I, you know, that's sevens all come up and you win. That's a good call. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we had a great day. We stayed, um, we ended up leaving, <clears throat> hopping on the monorail, going over to the Contemporary for dinner at California Grill, um, and then taking the monorail back and doing a few more attractions. And I think we were there until about nine. So it was it was a long first day. I think no we clocked kidding. 19,000 steps. <laughs> that is a long day. Now, did you guys just kind of, yeah. how was California Grill, first of all, for the meal, but... I'd imagine you guys just whew, were tired. I mean, once you sat down, because going hard all day, then you just get to a comfortable place like that and you get some great food in you. I mean, I give you credit yeah. for going back for a second dose after that. That's kind of tough. It tuck, I think it would have tucked me in. <laughs> no, the, the restaurant was great. The food was great. We had an amazing waiter. Um, he had so much fun with our son. Um, 
and joking around with him. So that was great. We sat right at the windows. Not that there were any fireworks going on yet. It was still pretty early. It was about five o'clock, but we were able to see all the boats and we could see the parks and stuff. So, so that was great. But yeah, it, we were a little tired, but we rallied. Um, <laughs> and, uh, just when we got back to the park, it started to rain for maybe five minutes. And then there was a big rainbow over main street. And then oh. we were like, this is it. We got to keep going. Right. All right, so the next day, you guys do go to Animal Kingdom for the first day of your two days. This mm -hmm. is going to be your son's park, so I hope it met up with the expectations. Looks like you guys headed into Pandora for your rope drop. We, That's where most people head, so yeah. been, I, I'm so, sure you've been hearing all the hype for it. So I hope Pandora lived up to the hype for you guys. It did for my husband. Okay. I mean, it because you know, I'm not a flight of passage. I'm guy. a motion sick person. Me neither. Like I can't you. do flight of passage. I so I like the boat. I like Navi River Journey, but I mean, it's small world, like in a different world. You know, to yeah. me, it's a short one. Yeah, I, it's I love it. It's beautiful, but it doesn't have a lot for me. Yeah. Yeah. So we did early entry. That was an early one because I think we got there for like. I don't know, like quarter to seven or something. So that that was our earliest day by far. Um, and we did. We rope dropped Pandora. And it was very impressive. Like just to see the structure and going through the queue. It's a beautiful ride. And But as I said, like I'm a little iffy with motion sickness and so is my son. So we both walked off and we were a little like, ugh. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we kept on going. We had Genie plus the safari so we could just get on first thing in the day because i had read you know that's when the animals are yep. probably awake it's a little cooler maybe they're eating um but our so we did the two days back to back at the animal kingdom day one was a big attraction day so it was doing pandora and the navi river and the safari and the rapids and everest which i was so excited opened like two weeks before right. we got there um and you know dinosaur and you know we did all of that i did see kite tails yes yeah, so look at that you just said limited edition you're gonna you're gonna be able to say in like 20 years i saw that show and it's limited run i mean i knew that thing was going away i, I didn't want to say it but you just knew that thing could not last long and it's going <laughs> <laughs> so okay what well, we're be honest i mean i never i never got over there to see it i never will see it it's gonna go away it looked like the dumbest show to me. Ricky, everybody everybody sees it in person, though, likes it. Like, I mean, almost everybody I've talked to that sees it in person says, that's kind of kitschy. It's kind of cute. But I just, I don't, I never saw it in person, so I can't judge. I don't know. It was a good midday break um, <laughs> that we sat and watched. No, I mean, it was the Jungle Book was the one that we saw at that time. So, you know, again, animals. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, my son was part of the little parade that they do and all of that. So, I mean, he loved it. Um, it was, it was a good rest stop. It was cute. It was cute. The second we did see one the next day too, but that was from the bridge. That one okay. was the Lion King. So we didn't sit for the full show. Um, I don't know. I, I liked it. I don't know. It's <laughs> well, and I, you know, I, I never fault Disney for trying, you know, I mean, it's in, in, in like, you know, Corin of Amber's in our live chat right now says it was awesome. And I've heard that And the whole thing. Here's what I love about Walt Disney world. Just in general, as a fan is that it's different strokes for different folks. You know, like I am a hardcore illuminations guy and I just, I just cannot get harmonious. I try and I want to, and, but you know, my good buddy, Scott, he loves harmonious way better than illuminations. And we, you know, we're best friends. We're button heads about this all the time, you know, just friendly, like button heads, but it's just, you know, but that's fine because there's different things for different people. And it just, it, 
I don't know. Like, and I love flying kites. When I was a kid, at my Easter basket every year, I got a kite. Maybe it's because my kite always got stuck in a tree. I was like that balloon that crashed into the people. You know, balloon kite that crashed into the people. I don't know. I, maybe I got uh, PTSD from kites or something. I have no idea. But uh, okay, so now let me. I, I want to make sure we hit all this because you did so many cool things. So you guys went to Tiffins that night. For you guys were eating it up. You've, we're talking Sonata California Grill, and now we're at Tiffins. You're making everybody jealous. So how was that? <laughs> It was good. Yeah. So we planned to do one sit down meal a day. Um, and then the rest of the days we would just snack through the park. And I had actually ordered an Amazon fresh order that was delivered to the hotel. So we had like muffins and chips and stuff that and waters that we would bring into the parks every day. So we had little snacks as well. Um, but yeah, no, Tiffin's was great. And, um, and then the second day that we were at the Animal Kingdom, we ate at Yak and Yeti. Um, which was also great. Like we, every meal we had was great. Like I can't, I, I can't say one bad thing. Like it was all delicious. Yak and Yeti so good. I love Yak. I do love Yak and Yeti. That's my style right there. Okay. It so I love how too, you broke down animal kingdom into two days. Like one was like almost all attractions. And the second day was almost like experiential. You know, it was like things where you get involved, you have an experience. And on this day, looks like you opened up with a safari but then you guys got to do the Caring for Giants tour, which I've had a lot of guests come back that have done this recently. So give us some background. Give us some thoughts on that, because everybody, you know, we always get that question. I've been to Walt Disney World X amount of times. I love it. It's so much fun. But I'm looking for a new way to, to see Walt Disney World. I'm looking for a new experience. And this could be it. So especially for somebody that's got an interest like your son. So how was it? Yeah, it was great. Like I knew we were going to be doing Animal Kingdom for two days. So I wanted to find a special experience that we could do um, partially to take up some of the day. Um, and I had been trying to get tickets for the Caring for Giants and just with no luck. And then it's one of those just like the dinner reservations, like just continuously checking and refreshing whenever I had a, a spare minute. And then all of a sudden, you know, tickets popped up for that day. Um, so I grabbed them. So yeah, we started the day with the safari. Then we went on to Caring for Giants, which was an hour long. Um, they take you back, small group backstage, which was pretty, I mean, just, you know, I had been backstage, not at the Animal Kingdom because it wasn't there when I was there, but you know, all the other parks. And it's like, it's just another, it's a whole other world back there. So to see the backstage of the Animal Kingdom and how massive it was and how they're growing so much food for the animals and all the extra areas areas where the animals are come for medical or whatever it might be so that was really interesting and exciting to see um and then we went into the back of one of the savannas for the elephants and there were actually i want to say four or five elephants were out um and so we just heard a lot about them and you know i just love that they're like oh that one is so and so and i'm like how do you tell them apart they all look like elephants um uh, besides size. So we, we learned a lot about that. So that was a really cool experience to have and just something different to do at the park to help break up the day a little bit too. Yeah. Cause Mallory's been asking about that one and I do want to do that with her cause she's, she's a big animal person. So someday we are going to do that. And a lot of people ask about that and everybody comes back. It's like, I loved it. I loved it. I'm so glad I did it. And, uh, I, I get to see ever I get once a year, I get to see animal kingdom, uh, backstage and that's during the marathon, which it's always about mile 13, so I could care less. Like, I just, I'm just trying to stay alive at that point. I, it smells bad, and I smell bad, and I'm exhausted. So I'm just like, whoa. So, yeah, I want to actually enjoy it someday when I go backstage at Animal Kingdom. All right, uh, yeah, so at the park. So let me ask you, too, about this. So this is one of the things I've never done because my kids were just 
when this came out, the kids were a little bit too old, you know, because now they're, you know, Mallory's 14. She's my youngest. Is that Wilderness Explorer badge hunt where you're going on, you're, you're on this mission, you're collecting the badges, but you're also learning at the same time. I think these kind of things, they need to, they need more of these things in the theme parks because it's a great combination of a scavenger hunt, uh, a, a, a slightly educational experience, but an achievement, you know, but a physical achievement and you get a souvenir that's tangible that you've earned. It's almost like a run Disney experience. You go home with a medal, but you earned it. You have a story with that souvenir. So tell us about that experience for your son. Cause it sounds like it was a positive one. Yeah. I mean, this is one of those things that Disney does so well and you know, they mention it, but it's not highly publicized. And honestly, the first few we kind of just bumped into by accident on the first day. Um, so we didn't really start at the beginning and we just happened to bump into one of the wilderness explorers and she happened to have a little book for badges. Um, but there's 17 of them total, which is a lot that because it's lot. spread out all over the animal kingdom and the animal kingdom is huge. Um, so we definitely did a lot of walking, but I can't say enough wonderful things about the cast members who were the wilderness explorers. They were so kind. They were so patient. They were so fun. They made learning about everything exciting. Um, and, you know, when we got to that final, final badge, uh, the, the Sea Dare Explorer, he had a little book and my son had to put his hand up and he had to recite like a little pledge and everybody who happened to be standing around was like clapping and it was as a mom I was like oh my god um of <laughs> course I have it on video <laughs> I was like I was like this is so amazing he is so proud of that like he it was the first thing he showed his grandparents when we got home um we got him a little wilderness explorer hat to take home as as his little you know souvenir from from achieving that but it was it's just one of those things disney does that i don't know that a lot of people either know about or do but if you have a child like in that right age our son's seven um it was like an adventure like let's go find the next one and it was a great way to see the park too i agree i mean i think that's something that that the whole family can kind of rally around. It's something you can do, like like I said, if you're going to be in the parks two days over a week, you know, you can do some of it the first day, some of it the second day. Uh, you could do, you know, a couple stops here, go ride a ride, have a meal, do a couple. You don't have to do all 17. I mean, it's great if you complete it, but even if you don't, you, get, you know, you get some of the badges. How, how do you get that started, though, for folks? Because somebody might have just heard about that just right now. Like, I didn't even know they did this. Like, do you, you still go to that little station there kind of right across the bridge as you're facing the Tree of Life on the right? Yeah, so there is still that kiosk where you can start. But honestly, we didn't start there because we sort of happened onto it by accident. And at the station that we were at, they had extra booklets, um, which I think most of them had. So you can probably pick one up, you know, at any of the 17 stations that you happen upon. You can probably ask any cast member at Animal Kingdom, yeah. you know, just say, hey, look, we're, you know, want to do the Wilderness Explorer thing and they'll point you in the right direction. And it, I'm sure your kids would like that. I mean, because when I was a kid, like, I would have eaten that up because I was, you know, I was not to say that like every kid that does this is a nerdy kid, but I like to learn. Like I like to explore. And I think most kids at heart do. I mean, they might not want to say it out loud, but it's an achievement. I think every kid likes a scavenger hunt, you know, like mm -hmm. I remember like we did those for all my friends' birthday parties when we were in like upper elementary school, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, we'd have sleepovers with my buddies and we'd always... I mean, I guess that's the, you know, how old I am, right? I mean, our, they would send us out in the neighborhood and you'd have a list of things. You'd have to go door to door and get like a bobby pin and like, you know, uh, 
an old newspaper. Nowadays, you get probably you know kidnapped or something. If you did that, you probably get arrested if you sent kids out like that. Even think about that. It's People probably wouldn't answer the door. <laughs> exactly. It's, a, it's like it's like to wonder I'm still alive. But we used to do that stuff. Oh my gosh! And the, the neighborhood I used to do it in too. Looking back at that, it's a scary where I grew up. Anyway, okay. So the next day was your Hollywood Studios day. So you had all this time in Animal Kingdom. And I mean, this is the studios is kind of like a 180 from Animal Kingdom because it's all fantasy. Oh, yeah. It's not it's not the real world. This is as fake as it can come, really. And a lot of attractions, a lot going on, neon, everything. So how did this uh, how did this day go for you guys? Yeah, so this was our last park day of the trip and actually my favorite park. Um, I'm going to date myself, but when I was there, it was called uh, MGM. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and when I, when I was a cast member there, I worked at Blizzard Beach, but when Blizzard Beach went down for rehab, I went over to MGM Hollywood Studios and I worked on the backstage studio tour, nice. also not there. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of just fond memories. I had a lot of friends who worked there. Um, we spent a lot of our off time at that park. So I was really excited to go. Um, and we had been watching uh, ride videos leading up to just get excited for the trip. And I think, you know, the attraction that my son was really excited to ride was Slinky Dog Dash. Um, that was the top one. So, you know, we did, we got there early um, so that we could get in and we genie plused Slinky Dog Dash for the first time. I think it was 8 to 9 a.m., like whatever the first time slot was that we could get. Um, but we got in early and we got in line for 7.30. So that was a super short line because the parks were still pretty empty there. So it was our first ride of the day without using Genie Plus. We rode Slinky Dog and we all loved it. Like I felt like a kid on yeah, it. Like, it's so wonderful. Yeah, if you ride that and you are not happy at the end of that ride, you have no soul. Because it's just, I know. I mean, there's a one word. It is fun. It, it makes you feel oh, like it's so fun. fun. It's, I mean, when you go up and down, up and down, you're in that dog and he's like, hold on. You know, it's perfect. <laughs> I know. And my son was just yelling, this is awesome. Like everyone, exactly. on the, our little like dog was like laughing at him because he was like so loud about it, how much he loved it. Um, so we got off and it was just a little before eight. And I'm like, well, the line's super short. Let's like hop back in the line before we use up our Genie Plus. So we hopped back in line again, like 15 minutes, rode it again. Then our Genie, then we got in line again and used our Genie Plus. So we were three slinky dog dashes deep before like yes. 8.45. Before breakfast, you've slinky <laughs> dog, breakfast. triple slinky dog day before breakfast. That's a good day. We did, yeah. So then we uh, finished up, toy, we rode Toy Story Mania and then we headed over. Um, my husband and I rode um, Rock and Roller Coaster. We did Child Swap, which by the way is the most amazing thing that Disney has. If you have somebody in your party who yep. doesn't want to ride or is too small to ride, sort of that parent or grown up swap is great. Um, and then I think we went and did, we did Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railroad. Let me, let me, did, let me stop you there real quick on that. Cause yeah. you're, you're, you're like, I, I got to stop and tell you that you were mentioning how you, you know, used to enjoy MGM studios yeah. as I did. <laughs> so back in the day, one of my favorite things, which I still miss is, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Play it. That was one of my favorite attractions from, <laughs> from the studio. I loved it. I almost got in the hot seat once. I was the next person. <laughs> I was the next person up when the show ended. I was like, because I could see my number on the screen. Anyway, I'm not mad about that still 30 years later or whatever it was. But <laughs> so, you, but you have like, you know, you have skin in the game for this park. Would you rather have Great Movie Ride or what did you think of Mickey and Minnie's? Is it an upgrade or is it not? Because, you know, people have opinions here. 
I, you know, one of my roommates actually worked on the great movie ride. So I actually wrote it a lot when I was down there. Um, I loved Mickey and Minnie's Runaway okay. Railroad. My son loved it. It's just, it's another one. It's just so yeah, it's fun, fun. It's and fun. silly and ridiculous. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's Mickey and Minnie. Like, what's not to love about True. that? So we, uh, we did that. Um, we did a couple of shows. We watched Beauty and the Beast. And then we watched Frozen Ever After, which I highly recommend to anyone, even adults, because it's hilarious. It is. It is. I, 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 I've gone on a solo trip and just gone and watched the show. That's how good it is. And that's crazy. Yeah, that's it was fun. it was great. Um, we had lunch at Sci-Fi, uh, which which was it was nice actually because it was getting really hot around that time. So to go inside in the dark air conditioning uh, was a welcome uh, a welcomed break from the sun. I cannot get in that restaurant. I, last time I was down, I was down there the same time you were. I sat outside that restaurant trying to get a walk up on the app, and I just kept refreshing, 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 refreshing. And the only thing I could get was Brown Derby Lounge. I'm like, I don't want Brown Derby Lounge. I want <laughs> sci-fi. It was, I was like, oh, I'm never getting in there. I just gotta. That was actually the last dinner. That was the last reservation I got, and it was actually two weeks after my 60 day window opened. It was just one of those that happened yep. to pop up. Yep. And I just grabbed it because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm like, we'll never get in otherwise. I think everybody's trolling me though, because like everybody I've had on the show for like the last three months, every Monday they're like, yeah, I ate here, I ate here, sci fi. And like, stop, <laughs> I can't get in the place. Everybody's eating there, but that's why I can't get in because every person listening to the show is getting the reservations, but me, it's so funny. Now, okay, but you said you're not a Star Wars fan. I just want to hit this real quick because everybody's going, like, you didn't talk yeah. about anything Galaxy's Edge. I know. Your husband <laughs> did Lightning Lane for Ride. Um, he did. And you did Smuggler's Run. You said you had a little motion sickness kind of stuff. Going I didn't, didn't do. Oh, you didn't do. He okay, did. he did Smuggler's he did Run. All okay. of the Star Wars um, attractions. Um, and I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I have to tell you, the land is um, like it's, it's crazy. I know. <laughs> it's I, you can't. You know, we were taking pictures for some friends who were Star Wars fans, and I'm like, they're not even going to do it justice right right like, like the lot the life-size millennium yeah, like, Falcon. this like, is it's I, not yeah, really going to translate i mean picture, yeah because right? in a picture you could be standing in front of like something that's digitally enhanced behind you yeah. like be, like you got to understand like that's what I, exactly like the first time i was there when i went there for the first like i sent a picture to my wife and i'm like you do not understand like this is like full size she's like how do you know it's full size like it doesn't really exist my i'm like the millennium Falcon does exist and i'm standing under it right now it's huge I'm like and it is so real i'm like i'm touching it and she it's just yeah it's, it's such an unbelievable land and that's the thing i think i think that's when you know they did it right is when people that are not the star wars nerds are like this land is pretty impressive and that you know you don't yeah. have any you're not you know all bought in anyway that's pretty yeah cool. it was cool i didn't do rise because i thought that was the motion one um, so my husband lightning leaned it and he said it was an experience. Like he's like, yeah, I, yeah. it's hard it to is. even describe. Um, and then he did smugglers when I found out that that was the motion one. So that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't do that one. But we ended the day with yes. One more time on slinky dog dash. Man, the quadruple <laughs> slinky. Yes. Last ride, last park, last day. Right. Good stuff. That's what it's all about though. It's great. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, so then you close your day. You, so you close the trip out, though. I like this, though, because that was your last time in the parks with your four-day tickets. Mm -hmm. But the next day, you close out with a character breakfast, Topolino's Terrace over at the Riv. Yeah. I mean, and this was now you could actually have character interaction. You can hug the characters. Hadn't been able to do this since early 2020. Mm -hmm. How about the food? How about the overall experience? I mean, the view from this restaurant is just unbelievable. Well, give us the whole the skinny on this meal. 
Yeah, so we knew our last day we weren't going to be doing any parks, but we still wanted to do something that felt very Disney. So we uh, did the character breakfast. Um, it The hotel is beautiful. It allowed us to ride on the Skyliner, um, which was another just new experience for all of us. And, you know, my son thought that was the coolest thing that he was riding in the sky. Um, the food was delicious. I mean, I, I can't say enough good things about this breakfast. I mean, and we ate it up. I mean, you know, we tried a little of everything and, you know, had some adult morning beverages. Um, and yes, the characters coming around and, you know, our son's not a huge Mickey Mouse person. Um, he was very excited to be there. But when Mickey came out, my son was like up on the booth and wave hi mickey hi mickey hi mickey and it was just he was in awe like right and yes he was able to take pictures and hug him and you know i think that was one of the most exciting parts of this trip was literally every week leading up to the trip something new was coming back mm -hmm. and right you know, it was like good news good news good news instead good of news, I mean, good news, you good know, news. We've, we've been bad news bad news bad news for so long like with disney fan it's great to see oh we're getting you know just like as we're recording this week like we found out oh the harmony barbershop's coming back i mean just like who would have got excited about that? But now, you know, it's like, that's a piece of good news. You know, all these, uh, no kidding. A lot of my guests have been saying, I've been waiting for my kid to have their first haircut at the Harmony Barbershop. And they're like four years old now. And they look like cousin it, you know, I'm like, well, they get their haircut in August. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. So the food was fantastic. Um, you know, the characters, they were coming up to the table constantly, took tons of pictures, great interaction. They were, you know, being their charismatic selves, you know, you know, talking to the grownups and, you know, talking air quotes to the grownups um, and just having fun with us. Um, so that that was, you know, it was a great way to end. And then we had a pool day. We didn't have a flight until much later in the day. So we had the day to relax by the pool. Um, so it was a good relaxing ending to the trip. That's, that is such a great way to end a trip because I'm always in a park like and then I'm like looking at my watch like okay my flight's at 5.30 tonight. I'm still in the park at 2. Okay I'm going to play a little roulette. Ha, you know what time should I be walking out of the park and hopefully catch my bus to get back to the hotel to go to Bell Services to grab my bags to get the Uber to get to the... You were doing it right because you were just you know probably didn't have to get up the crack of dawn. Got to have a breakfast with the characters, good food, pool day and then just kind of leisurely made your way back to the airport and headed home. Also, here's what I was thinking as you were telling that with your kid, you know, with your son's interaction with the characters at the very end of the trip, he's probably more excited to to have a character interaction with like a Mickey Mouse at a character meal because he's been, you know, the day before he did Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And he's had all these experiences throughout the week, you know, throughout this time you were there with the, you know, characters here, characters there. And then it's almost like mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse is coming to say, you know, hey, thanks for coming and seeing me, you know, and hanging out with me for a while. I where they, you know, younger kids might be more intimidated with a character meal like day one of a trip. You know, at the end of the trip, they might be more comfortable. They might be more warmed up to the idea. Yeah, we had only seen Mickey on during a parade or during the cavalcade. So it was never up close. He was always, you know, far away waving. Um, but it was, I mean, they were just constantly coming by the tables and you know my son asked for a picture with every single one of them every single time they walked by <laughs> nothing wrong with that for, for yeah. what you're paying you need to get those pictures i'm just saying <laughs> 
and you could see like the first picture he just like kind of stands next and by the end he has like both arms around them so the more they came by the more he was got comfortable with if it come by one more time he's like you're coming home with me let's go yep (laughs) that's what it's all about though (laughs) all right so let me ask you one thing before we close out because we're just about out of time but so do you have like one memory that's going to actually two things I want to ask you. First thing is like one memory that sticks with you from this trip, like that we haven't talked about something that just, it happened. It warmed your heart. It's going to be the story that just, this is this trip in a nutshell. Yeah, it was the first day, excuse me, the first day that we were at the animal kingdom, we had come back to the room. It was probably around seven o'clock. My son and I were sitting on the balcony and we were watching the giraffes eat uh, dinner and he said, he's like, it doesn't get better than this. He's oh. like, we're sitting here watching giraffes. And he looks at me and he said, Mom, today was the best day ever. Oh, yes. Oh, and I was like, this is all worth it. You're like, oh, wait, wait, let me grab my phone. And this is the, we got to get that on video so that, when you're, so that when you're 14 and we're fighting, I can I can have this, yep. this, this 10 yeah. seconds of happiness. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, Oh, that, and that's why we do what we do, right? I mean, I mm-hmm. I talk about this a lot. My guests are at the Magic for Less. Like, you know, these, because, you know, folks come back and they tell me about their trips and some, you know, guests, they're kind enough to send me like pictures from their trips and, you know, little antidotes from what happened during the vacations and stuff like that. And I always tell them, I'm like, first of all, thank you for letting me know that you had such a good time. And then, you know, this, this makes me happy because this is why you as a guest work so hard at your job, whether you're a police officer, firefighter, teacher, you know, lawyer, whatever you do, working in retail, you work hard every day so that you can make the money to be able to give yourself or your families these kind of experiences because they're not cheap and you got to give up, you know, it's a sacrifice. But that way you can have these moments to cherish forever. And, you know, and when I, you know, because I know a lot of times we hold on, you know, as an agent, we hold for three hours to change a ticket or something. But then when somebody comes back and you see these pictures, like these little kids with Mickey Mouse, it's like, yeah, that hope was worth it. You know, it's like, it's like I got to do that. You know, that was so cool. Yeah. So it is all worth it. So let me ask you one last question. Any practical advice? Okay, so you had your your, your solo child, your one son, which is mm-hmm. kind of a challenge. I, mean, so, you know, I, I know some folks go down with five kids. That has to be a challenge in itself, too. I can't even imagine. I have two. <laughs> they're 11 years apart, and that was hard enough every trip. Um, but any anything that you learned that worked out well for you that might help other folks moving forward have a better vacation heading down to Walt Disney World? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> my best advice would be plan the trip that's right for your family. And it might not be the trip that everyone expects you to do. Like when I told people we weren't going to Epcot, they were like, why, why are you not going to Epcot? And how could you spend two days in the Animal Kingdom? And the reason we did that was because we knew that was the best trip for our son and you know for him to get out of Disney what we hoped that he would on his first trip um and the other thing would be like you have to plan like you can't it's not like long time ago you just go in and fly by the seat of your pants and you know walk on rides and you know eat wherever you want like you do have to do a little bit of planning um but I think that's part of the fun. Like I think planning sort of gets you sort of amped up for the trip and excited. And I'm like the thrill of the get, right? Like, yes. what am I? Where am I going to get a reservation? Or you know, where are we going to go next? And what Genie Plus are we going to reserve? Um, so yeah, that's. And I think Genie Plus is a big is a big help. I know they're sort of changing things a little bit, but it was a big help for us in the Magic Kingdom and in Hollywood Studios. We saved a tremendous amount of time. And honestly, I don't think there's anything we didn't get to ride. That's good to hear. With Genie Plus, I always say, you know, it, 
if other people have it, you don't want to put yourself at a disadvantage, right? I mean, it's totally up to you, but, and, and I'm one that doesn't want to pay for stuff that I don't want to have to pay for. I've said that on the show forever. You know, I'm not, I, I try not to be cheap, but I try to be, you know, practical, you know, and I try to be reasonable with my money. You know, I try to be, you know, very careful with my money. And if I don't need to spend money on something, I won't. But it, then again, if you're spending, you know, a thousand, you know, thousands of dollars on your vacation between your air, your hotel, your theme park tickets, what, that small percentage, do you want to put yourself at a disadvantage in that theme park against 50, 50 you know, 60, 70 percent of the guests? I don't think so. You want to give right. yourself every advantage. And part of that is, I mean, 95 percent of it is what you just said. It's planning. It's getting that ADR. It's knowing how to. You know, just actually just being prepared, just listening to a show like this, reading blogs, just staying up on the news, you know, knowing like what the lay of the land is when you get there. So many people get there and I just, it just, it blows me away that this it makes me sad because like they don't know what's happening. It's like, oh, and it's, I mean, it's hard for me and I go all the time. Like there's times I'm just like, whew, like I, I can't, I can't keep up with all the changes and this is what I do for a living. Like I can't imagine if I was just showing up here, like I'd be like, what, what am I doing? Anyway. Well, Chris, it's been a fun, fun 50 minutes here on the podcast. Great way to start the week. And uh, so do you have any like uh, unofficial plans for like a, like just dreaming? What are you thinking about for next? Because, uh, you know, we're always thinking about that next year. What would you like to do next? I know. I do. We, I definitely think we need to go back. Like this was a sweet spot age for us, seven and a half. Um, I definitely want to go back again before we get into the teenage years. Yes. And we, we don't find it as magical, maybe. Um, I think we have a couple of years left, but I'd love to go back and experience a different resort. Um, you know, and obviously my second trip would be a lot different than my first. The first was like, let's get the most, do everything we can in this first trip. And I think once you have that under your belt, you go back and you're like, okay, now this is what we're going to do this trip. Right. Right. Yeah. Wait till you see me at Disneyland. I'll be like crazy man out there. Can't, <laughs> can't wait. It won't be like my Walt Disney World trips. I'll be like, got to do it all. Ah, I can't wait. All right. Well, hey, thanks for taking the time. And uh, you let me know when you get back from that next trip and we'll talk again. It was sure a pleasure having you on the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Mike. It was great talking to you. All right. Don't forget today's podcast, as always, brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Those agents are standing by right now to help you plan a great Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line or Adventures by Disney Vacation. And don't forget, we have the word June 8th. We can start booking those 2023. Wow, that sounds crazy. 2023 packages. So stand by. We're getting close. We're not there yet, but we're almost there. 2023 packages go on sale June 8th. So if you're looking for that, that's when you can start booking those. But right now we can book all the way through the end of 2022. So just swing by the magicforless.com today. Fill out that quote and we'll take great care of you. Also, please use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. One extra click really does help us out. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons who allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. Could not do this without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. Come on over and join us. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Give me a follow on the social media this week. I'd love to talk to you over there. Instagram and Twitter at BeOurGuestMike. Subscribe to the show on Facebook and YouTube. Just search for the Be Our Guest Podcast and join us this Sunday night. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be taking your calls live. We'll talk about anything Disney you want to talk about. The show gets turned over to you. It's you, me, and Scotty G on Facebook and YouTube Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. We'll be waiting for you. All right, we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your week. Thanks so much for hanging with us here to start your Monday. 
and have a great week. We'll be back on Wednesday with more of your listener questions. So for Kristen, I'm Mike wishing you a great Monday. Time to get back to work and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.